You're listening to a Big Finish production. I'm changing! I'm changing! <laughs> I suspect that Turlo and Tegan will not be displeased to see me depart. Really? What makes you think that? Humans regard each other in terms of emotional responses. Affection, loyalty, respect. As I am unable to reciprocate such responses, to them I must seem uncompanionable. This is the Big Finish podcast launched on the 3rd of March 2019. Hello you and welcome to Big Finish's rather lovely world of audiobooks and audio drama. Well, I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs. Let's get ready to rumble, although I have no idea what that means. <laughs> well, we're going boxing, aren't we? Is it what uh, PJ and Duncan used to see? PJ and Duncan, that's showing your age. I know, PJ Ant and Deck for Duncan. For, yeah. Yeah. I, but I think of them as PJ and Duncan because I remember Beta Grove. Beta, Beta Grove. Grove. Yeah. It was old PJ got shot in the eyes with a paintball gun. Subsequently blinded, yes. PJ, pyjamas. Pyjamas and Dunkin' Donuts. Here's what's coming up, the big finished news, what's coming out for your delectation this month, and that'll be followed by the Randomoid Selectatron. Yes, as usual, we'll randomly select something great for you from the big finish archive, then we give you 25% off the price. Yeah, I know. All you have to do is go to bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash V for vulcanized rubber. Vogon. Uh, Vogon. (laughs) The Vogons. Um, uh, Forward slash randomoids. Don't put all the other Vogon stuff in. And enter the code BUCKUP. Uh, All capital letters. B-U-C-K. No spaces. uh, No place like home. No potatoes. uh, Please, I'm on a diet. No, yeah, carbs, mate. Carbs. You gotta, you gotta be careful of the carbs. Have some chips. <laughs> have, have a cookie. Um, then we'll round things off with a free 15 minutes drama tease from the beginning of our latest Doctor Who main monthly adventures, starring that there Peter Davison as the Doctor, Chameleon Empire. Oh, Chameleon Empire with chameleon in it, yeah. Mm. Um, that's why it's called Chameleon Empire, you see. Yeah, it all yeah. makes sense, you see. You ain't see me. I've got Chameleon Empire around the back. Um, got it on the cassette. <laughs> <laughs> it's not dodgy, it's, re- it's fine. It's fine, I've recorded it myself. Um, <laughs> but first, here's the news. <laughs> So, uh, there's coming out on the 8th of March, there's a release called the 8th of March. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Good. Hope yeah. it doesn't come out on the 9th of June. Well, you never know. Sometimes with Big Finish, things can go that crazy. I mean, with the way the prisoner's been delayed, you never know. Yeah, he's got um, out now. Yeah, when's Jekyll and Hyde coming? That's what people ask. Yeah, some people said I want a refund. You haven't, you haven't <laughs> never put a release date. I'm really sorry. I will get on with it. I'm so sorry. Anyway, so let's have a listen to the uh, trailer for the 8th of March. Together on three. One, two, three. <laughs> Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, 
the 8th of March. This evening, the date has been calculated as the 8th of March, 2019. We have been called upon by Dr. Cornelius Pinch. This fine lady is a detective of vast reputation. Good evening, may I take your name, please? Romana Dvorat Rilunda. I'm the Gallifrey and Delegate. Osgoods. Sorry, but just you try living with someone who's exactly the same as you in every way and see how you get on. Werewolves, my dear. Werewolves? By all accounts. Just an average Thursday, then. Archaeologist, orphan, born 21st June 2540, strong mind, very noisy. Who are you and what is this? The ship's currently in a low orbit just above central London, just getting a fix on the exact coordinates. My book? That's not... Take your book! Who are you? And why are you pretending to be a Time Lord? Who wants to know? The real Romana. <laughs> Get off me, you flying oh. pair of tongs! Ow! Here goes nothing. One, two, three... Big finish. We love stories. I'm just off doing a bit of... Well, what you do. Except without a spaceship. Or an umbrella. Or you. Or anybody. The Doctor Who main monthly range, Chameleon Empire, which we're drama-teasing, aren't we? We are indeed. Should we have um, a little listen to Ooh, a bit yeah, of that? Yeah, why not, yeah. eh? Oh, great. We've gone full circle. Back at the temple with all the dead robots. Don't worry. They're just lumps of metal. Please don't do that. Well, at least there's none of those gorilla things. Yes. So all we have to do is lie low until the sun comes up. What was that? What was what? I thought I heard something. Over there. Oh, for goodness sake, Tegan. There it was again. That thing. It moved. The robot? It moved its head just for a second. Its power pack is exhausted. There's no way it could. It's alive. It's alive. And then, of course, Doctor Who, the comic strip adaptations, volume one. I, I think we did so much teasing about that without actually saying what it was, didn't we? For but it worked. It worked. It's got a good, yeah. good old wrap up on old social. Yeah, so that's um, the Iron Legion and the Star Beast, the first two comic strips from Doctor Who Weekly, as it was back in the day. I remember I was doing my A levels when when that came out. Magic! I remember what was um, it? I talking of the comics. I took a photo, didn't I, of that old um, an old Doctor Who comic that I had uh, for my seventies party. And, oh, yeah. and the second you saw the cover, you knew exactly what story it was and what part it was. And I thought, wow, here's a man that Oh, knows. that was TV action, wasn't yeah. it? It was a Stitch in, Stitch in Time part one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It you was the Doctor it. with that strange six-legged camel attacking him or something. Something it? like that. It's like well, weird I don't know. It was the pose, big but... barrage balloon or something. Yeah, on the, in a desert. In yes. a desert, yes. You totally nailed it. Nailed it. That's, that's really weird, isn't it? Um, it's weird the kind of little bits of knowledge that are stuck in our brains like lime scale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like anyway, sorry. Um, yes, the comic strip adaptations, volume one. <laughs> Uh, here's, here's the trailer Coming soon from Big Finish Productions Doctor Who, the comic strip adaptations, volume one Good evening, the new 
News at 9 o'clock on Wednesday the 20th of February 1980. Ah! I'm a monster! I'm a monster! Yeah! Fudge! You're a wazzock, that's what you are, nearly scared us to death. <laughs> M1000CM900 LXX1X, that's a... 1979. Date of manufacture, 1979. That's now! Oh, gods, how I love war. Let my Iron Legion march forever, for only through destruction am I alive. Without it, I am a dead sea. Hyperspace jump completed. Planet Sol 3 in sight. That is where the radiation trail leads. It is, sir. Then pinpoint the target. At once. I have conquered this town, the place they call Stockbridge. That's the last of the neck bolts, so all it needs is one good twist and a tug. Run, Shah, run! Fudge! I think he's crying. Don't get too close, he might have space mange. He was bleeding, remember? Why are they keeping us standing around? What do they want with us, Viv? I don't know, Doc. Funny that. Still. Look on the bright side, they've not shot us. Surrender, or I'll be annihilated. I surrender, I repeat, I... Goodness, is that a chieftain? I am the only chieftain here. I meant the tank. Pretty Polly. Watch out, Mr. Morris. Hey, Doc, they're using backed guns on us. Hola. Big finish. I said, hola. We love stories. Look, whoever you are, the least you could do for a fellow whose space-time ship you shanghaied is hola back. And later on in the news, we'll just be hearing a little bit from the original writer of the comic strips, Pat Mills, who whose interview features in the uh, digital extras for that story, if you get it as a download. Gallifrey Time War 2. It's a good score. Arsenal nil. <laughs> hey, let's have the trailer for that. This is Nyla Shen calling to you from coordinate Alpha 32, planet Isolus. Isolus? This is Gallifrey. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Gallifrey Time War, Volume 2. This is the way the world ends. Soldiers in the streets, a people, an ancient race, frightened for its very existence. Rassilon has corrupted Gallifrey. He is waging war for glorification and not salvation. This is a call to the Time Lords who would move against him. There is no room for sentimentality in times of great conflict. Rassilon is going to destroy a planet at its genesis. This isn't war. This is genocide by superiority complex. It has become clear to me since my resurrection that many worlds which have benefited across time from our wisdom and our benevolence have turned their backs on us in our time of need. From this day forth, all worlds that do not declare themselves allies of Gallifrey are enemies of Gallifrey. No. Please! I'm begging you! Big finish. We love stories. This is the way the world ends. Just when you thought the time war was bad enough, they've gone and had another one. Hey, blimey. (laughs) 
Now, they see the Gallifrey, the gift that keeps on giving. People love it. Mm. does very well. We're very pleased to be continuing it, possibly forever. Torchwood, Night of the Fendal, God. eh? Yeah, wow. Little merging there of classic and new, eh? Yeah. Lovely bit of artwork with uh, Eve Miles in a frilly dress. Uh, not frilly dress, sort of. <laughs> sort of fendal type dress you know they're great fashionistas the uh, fendal anyway let's have the trailer would you like to introduce yourself to the camera hello gwen cooper i'm your victim coming soon from big finish productions torchwood night of the fendal we have lived for one thing and one thing alone we are mere cattle Morsels for our masters. This is the place. The actual place. This is where it happened all those years ago. And this is the altar. This is where I'm sacrificed. Uh, you are a glorious gift as we summon death itself. <coughs> I spin around forever. Say its name. Say its name. The Fendal. Big finish. We love stories. And finally, being released this month, because that's what all these things are, you see, coming out in March. Uh, short Trips, Doctor Who Short Trips, Doctors and Dragons, which is the first short trip by Alfie Shaw, the producer. Well, it's right up my uh, strasso, and it's Doctors and Dragons with old... A riff on Dungeons and Dragons, I believe. Get your D20 dice out there, get it rolling. Yes, it's uh, there are big numbers in the sky in this story. It's quite oh. interesting. Yeah, I, I script edited it for Alfie, and um, yeah, I'd, I think it's uh, going to be rather good. Is it, I wonder who's reading it. Is it um, Sophie Aldred? I think it is, but I'll double check. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll soon tell from the clip we play. It certainly is Sophie Aldred thought it might be. There we are. Here's a clip. The journey to the peak of Mount Isinglir had been arduous, but she had finally arrived at the Temple of the Dragon. The faded red walls were iced with snow and the imposing doors were locked. When she initially tried to open them, she had had this reaffirmed to her by the temple's most unusual guardian. He was built like a goblin and carried a curious scabbard with a curved red hilt. As I said before, I'm afraid I can't let you do that. The dragon isn't to be disturbed, the little man replied. But perhaps there is something I could do for your sister. Uh, so, I mentioned earlier about Pat Mills, the um, genius comic comics writer, who's also written for Big Finish. Um, he's done, done a few things for Big Finish. Scapegoat was the one I directed... Uh, Dark London was another one he wrote. All in the Eighth Doctor and Lucy Miller series. Brilliant guy. I met him when he came into the studio then. And I caught up with him uh, fairly recently over Skype, because he doesn't live in the UK anymore, um, and talking about his original work on those comic strips, The Iron Legion and Star Beast, and also just talking about the adaptations. Um, he hadn't, He hasn't heard them yet, but I played him the trailer and he had a rather nice reaction to that. Anyway, let's have a, a quick dip into some highlights from the, my chat with Pat Mills. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, there, there's, there's tremendous energy and excitement there. Uh, fantastic. And 
And of course, it's also taken me back to General Ironicus, because I remember writing that particular speech and uh, 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 a friend of mine reading it and uh, laughing her head off. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> it was the line that, without death, I am a dead thing or something. <laughs> and, uh, she yeah. thought that was very funny. <laughs> and there was just a slight touch of uh, tongue in cheek there. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a wonderfully uh, arch character and the, uh, the voices that I could um, distinguish there sounded exactly how I, I would uh, have imagined them to be. I mean, the meat, for example, I mean, it's a very obvious kind of cutesy voice he would have, yeah. but it's, it's perfect. So you guys must have had a lot of fun doing it. And that, oh, yes. That is the end of the news for this month. You have now there uh, a complete list of the lineup for this month. I um, well, I hope you enjoy it. Well, I thought it was a very good list. Some absolute crackers there. I tell you one thing: you're not going to be bored when it comes to March, are you? No, no sorry. Well, now it is that time. I know you've all been waiting for it. I certainly have. It is the Randomoid Selectatron with Ran plucking a release from the Big Finish archives. Mm. Our huge uh, special warehouse full of all kinds of goodies in the virtual skies. And <laughs> Ran has actually picked a uh, uh, an interesting one. I love the cover of this one. Is The Sleeping City, a companion chronicles. Ran seems to be in a, a comp crons mood lately. Comp crons. Comp crons. So this one's got the sleeping city, and it's got a gorgeous um, 1960s sort of style city on the front cover. It's rather lovely. Hmm, what does this? What's the story about? So after travelling with the Doctor through time and space, Ian Chesterton is back in his own time. But the mystery of how he and Barbara Wright disappeared in the year 1963 has alerted the authorities and both are suspected of being enemy agents in the Cold War. Ian protests his innocence, he has a story to tell about travelling through time and space, and one adventure in particular, a visit to the city of Hisk. Hisk! So obviously that has William Russell in it, playing Ian Chesterton. We've got John Banks there, playing someone called Gerard. All right, Gerard? All right, Gerard. How's Marlene? Um, no, I mean, should we just throw in the, the trailer of that? Yeah, why not, eh? Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Companion Chronicles. The Sleeping City. I don't think you fully appreciate the seriousness of your situation, Mr. Chesterton. Oh, believe me, I do. You're aware of the impact your disappearance made? I haven't really kept up with the papers, to be honest. Conscious dream mingling is just the tip of Limbus. Limbus connects the people of Hisk subconsciously too. It encourages our citizens to truly know each other, to share who they are and what they hope to be together. It feeds into our real lives, helps us work for the common good. Focus. Focus on the light. Would it help if I were to say members of my department were already aware of the Doctor? What? I don't understand. There have been certain events since your departure which have brought him to our attention. Now there, my child. It was just a dream, that's all. Just a dream. It wasn't, though, she said. It was real. 
I felt a hand on my shoulder in Nimbus, and when I turned round, it was Bennett, my old guardian, Bennett. But his face wasn't right somehow. I, I'm trying to investigate a murder here and prevent a second. Big finish. We love stories. There you are. So we are offering you uh, 25% off that, which is rather nice. Um, all you have to do is go to bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash V for victory uh, forward slash <laughs> randomoid and enter the code buck up all capital letters no spaces b-u-c-k-u-p no room for improvement there <laughs> very nicely done very nicely thank done you. i'm rather pleased with you there uh, thank you so now the fifth doctor tegan turlow and chameleon in doctor who chameleon empire the first 15 minutes for free it's a tease yeah but it should just be a question of boosting the wave pattern. There. That's coming from Chameleon's planet? It is. I'm assuming it has some significance? It is a recall signal, Turlo. It is calling me home. Just you? No. The directive is for all my kind. Really? I thought you were the only one left. So did I, Doctor. It appears I was mistaken. That's a mistake and a half. So are we going to follow it? Take him back? That's really for Chameleon to decide. Yes, Doctor. I would like to return to my planet. Mm, very well. If I can bounce the tachyon pulse back through the field oscillator, I should be able to triangulate the point of origin. Oh, no, 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 no. Come on, come on! Uh, is this going to take long? It will take as long as it takes. Why? Fascinating as it is to stand around watching you press buttons, I'd quite like to freshen up, get something to drink. Well, I suggest you avail yourself of this opportunity. Great! Let me know when we get there. I'll come with you. I suspect that Turlo and Tegan will not be displeased to see me depart. Really? What makes you think that? Humans regard each other in terms of emotional responses. Affection, loyalty, respect. As I am unable to reciprocate such responses, to them I must seem uncompanionable. Oh, I'm uh, sure that's not true. You've just got up on the wrong foot, that's all. The sooner we see the back of him, the better. Good riddance to bad rubbish. You thought the same way about me once. You're saying I still don't. But at least you're flesh and blood, I think. Tegan, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. And you have some, you know, you. You're not just a bunch of circuit boards in search of a personality. It's a common problem with artificial life forms. They're too lifelike to be perceived as robots, but not quite real enough to pass as living things. Exactly. I mean, how alive 
Clive is? Does he have dreams? <laughs> of electric sheep? Or anything? Does he even think at all? I dare say some robots feel the same way about us. Whose side are you on exactly? Yours. Before Chameleon came on board, the Doctor was supposed to be taking me home, remember? Yeah. The Doctor made a similar promise to me once. I wouldn't hold your breath. Ah, Tello, Tegan. If you're both refreshed, we've arrived. I've parked us in a geosynchronous orbit above the atmosphere belt. Let's see what it looks like. That's your home planet? Yes. It is known as Makalia. Another Earth-type planet. Yes, they're more common than you might think. Uh, breathable atmosphere, no radiation or pollution, ideal conditions for life. Well, that's good news. That inference does not follow. My kind do not require the same conditions as organic life and they would not be detected by the TARDIS instrumentation. Would they, Doctor? No, you may have a point. We'll just have to land and see for ourselves. Presumably there is something alive down there, transmitting the recall signal. Yes, I'll try to pull us down as close to the source, but not too close, just in case. Now, I should have a gadget for tracking radio waves around here somewhere. That will not be necessary. My own sensors will be sufficient. Oh, good, good. Well, are we going to see what this place looks like or not? Be my guest. Dark, isn't it? What? Is it the middle of the night? No, we've materialised underground. Hold on, I'll get a torch. In your left coat pocket, Doctor. What? Ah, yes. You know, you could both learn a thing or two from Chameleon about making yourselves useful. What did you say? Just a thought. Well, let's take a look, shall we? Interesting. Do you recognize it, Chameleon? The location is not familiar to me. Some sort of crypt or cellar, perhaps. Ah, now that's interesting. A religious icon? Looks humanoid. This world was once home to a species similar to your own. The Camille. The Camille? They created me, and my kind, in their own image. I see. You know, you haven't really told me anything about where you came from. Hang on. Was? I'm sorry? You said this world was home, so what happened to them? I am afraid I cannot say. Because you don't know or because you don't want me to know? I am afraid I cannot say. Hmm. Let's see where these steps lead. It's enormous. Like a cathedral. Yes. It's like the Great Hall of Hyradi, created by the Arajek. You are the worst person to travel with. You do know that, don't you? What? Everywhere we go reminds you of somewhere you've already been, but better. Ah, there you are. I was wondering what kept you. Turlo thought we might need another torch. Oh, excellent. Initiative. That's what I like to see. How did you get up there? And there's some steps over to your left. I see them. Hold on. I'd be careful. My knee. Pasty, you're dragging me to the ground. I'm sorry. I thought you'd prefer a couple of bruises to being buried under half a ton of rubble. What do you want me to do? Thank you for saving my life. Well, it would be nice, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Tegan! Tell her! Are you all right down there? Yeah, we're fine. 
No thanks to you. The steps must have been weakened to the point of collapse. You don't say! How come they didn't fall under your weight? We'll have to find another way up. There isn't one. That was it. Doctor, you'll have to come down! Yes. Uh, just as soon as we get back. What? I think there's a way through to the surface. What about us? This whole place could fall in at any moment. Oh, good point. Uh, Natalia's key. Catch. I suggest you wait inside. It won't take long. No more than that. A couple of hours? A couple of hours? Can't you just come down here and take us all to the surface together? Doctor! He's gone. Doctor! And it's probably not a good idea to shout. Unless you want to bring the roof down as well. Ah, I was hoping for daylight. Oh, well, there's enough moonlight to see where we are. It is a ruin. Yes. Must have been very impressive in its day. This is my world, Doctor. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. It must be long after your time. After my time? When the Master found you, exactly how long had you been deactivated? I have no way of knowing. My circuitry is self-renewing. Age cannot wither her nor custom stale. I do not understand. No, don't suppose you do. All the same, welcome to your future. Come on! The cheek of it! We're stuck here in the dark while he goes off for a stroll. Yes, well, that's the doctor for you. Maybe if you'd been more careful, then... Let me stop you right there, Turlow, because you are standing on very shaky ground. As opposed to very shaky steps. I suppose you think you would... Look. What is it? A tunnel. There's another way out. Another way of getting ourselves killed. You're not scared, are you? Of course not. But the doctor did say we should wait. Well, you can stay here if you like, but I'm not sitting around twiddling my thumbs waiting for the doctor. No, somehow I can't imagine you doing that. All right. Just give me a moment to lock up. And besides, we can catch him up. He can't have got far. What were you doing on Zerifas? I was sent there. By whom? The Master said you were a, a tool of an earlier invader. The Master was not being entirely truthful. He really is. So, now you can set the record straight. I was assigned to Zerifas to serve as an ambassador on behalf of the Camille. So, nothing to do with an invasion? My function is diplomatic. That is why I have the ability to modify my form. Because people would find it easier to talk to someone who looked and sounded like one of them. Precisely. I would simply convey interactions between the Xerophin and the Camille. How are you in contact with the Camille? A superluminal tachyon pulse. Like the signal the TARDIS picked up. Ah. So, what happened? How did you end up deactivated? The command signal from Macalian ended. It did? Why? 
I could not elicit an explanation without alternative means of communication. Ah, yes, good point. And without a directing intelligence, I automatically entered a dormant state. I assumed the same was true for the other envoys. The others? How many chameleon ambassadors were there? I do not know the precise number. Over 10,000. And you all went to sleep at once. Well, if some sort of disaster befell the Camille, that would explain why this city is now in ruins. What sort of disaster? I don't know. Plague, famine, solar flare... Sorry. I don't mean to upset you. Your apology is unnecessary. My emotional state is unaffected. But something must have caused the signal to be suddenly cut off. I wonder what it was. So, this is Chameleon's home planet. Nothing but a few walls and columns. A bit like the Forum in Rome. What? Oh, somewhere you haven't been. It must have been abandoned centuries ago. It's overgrown with weeds and vines and whatever this is. Some sort of lichen. So, looks like we're stuck with him. What? Chameleon. He's got no home to go to, if this is all that's left. Not necessarily. What do you mean? This planet's habitable. There might be intelligent life somewhere. And if not, we can just travel back to a point when there was. Chameleon, I, I wouldn't look. Uh... I appreciate your concern, Doctor, but I feel no distress. They are simply others of my kind, in a deactivated state. Dead or merely sleeping? You woke up. Why hasn't the signal reactivated these? I was revived by the Master, remember? The signal I detected was a summons, not a reactivation. But if... You were created as envoys to other worlds. What are these chameleons doing here? My kind were also employed as servants of the chameleon. Servants? Directed remotely by their mental force. Directed? Hmm, interesting choice of terminology. How much choice did your kind have over this? I do not understand. Were you servants or, or were you slaves? You think the chameleons rose up against their masters? Well, it wouldn't be the first time, and it would explain why the commands... Oh. This is the place. It's underground. The source is located somewhere at the bottom of those steps. Yes. Hmm. I'm not even sure there's a way through. Half the roof has caved in. Well, I suppose there's only one way to find out. If there is danger, I will lead the way. Oh, if you insist. I do insist, Doctor. Your safety may depend on it. There's dozens of them. Hundreds. And all of them dead. 
I wonder what killed them. You and your morbid curiosity. One person's morbid curiosity is another person's keen sense of self-preservation. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Whilst drinking a glass of water and playing, playing the drums. He's gone crazy, I tell you, crazy.